A New Year's resolution is something that goes in one year and out the other. Happy New Year, sleepyheads. resolutions. Remember, motivation is temporary. Discipline is forever, and a good night's sleep can help you get there. You are listening to Surf to Sleep. It's a podcast for sleepyheads where your host surfs the internet so that you can put your device down and get some sleep. Sometimes your host is me. I am Mr. Producer. I produce the show. Sometimes it's an inanimate object or an idea. And in this case, that's what it is. It's, a, it's an idea. It's the color green. It's the concept of the color green. Not any specific hue or shade. As a matter of fact, it's all hues and shades. I'm going to start this podcast off after the intro. I'll start it off with a poem about the color green and some of the color green's friends. And this particular essence of green that I found to co-host the show or to guest host the show today is particularly interested in synesthesia. So I believe... This color green will surf the internet and find out things about synesthesia and talk about them to you in a boring and lulling way so that you can go to sleep while thinking about the color green. If you benefit from this podcast, it'd be oh so helpful for you to tell a friend. You can also subscribe to the podcast by following the uh the uh, directions in the show notes. At 99 cents a month, you get access to extra episodes. You can also follow my other, or check out rather, my, my other work. I do different sorts of creative things that aren't sleepy. And you can find that information at uh, espart.net. That's espart.net. Be sure to follow Surf to Sleep on Instagram. And I would love to hear from you. Please email me at surftosleep at gmail.com. Just a little housekeeping. As far as these paid episodes are go, go um, so the gist of it is I do four types, no, I'm sorry, three types of episodes. I do one like you're going to hear today or tonight it's, uh, where we have a guest host or maybe I do a personal essay. We have I'm Feeling Lucky where I use a random word generator to give me cues to look up things on the I'm Feeling Lucky tool on Google. And read from that. 
and then I do the, the risk news reviews. Of course, risk news reviews. That's when I take something that I'm that I, that I really like, something that's that's uh, spoken to me over the years, yeah, like a movie or a song, and I look up facts about it on the internet and have a discussion. Well, with myself about it. So those are three types of episodes that I, I produce here, and every fourth episode will be behind a be behind a paywall. So I think this one will be behind a paywall. So if you're hearing this, thank you for subscribing. Of course, given the fact that our co-host today, I keep saying today, I mean to say tonight hard to break old habits. It, it is in fact daytime as I'm recording this. It's 11.02 in the a.m. January 5th, 2022. But given that our guest host tonight is the essence of the color green, I'm going to have to use some sleep dust on you, the sleepy-headed listener, so that you can communicate and be communicated to by the essence of the color green. So here's a little sleep dust. What is sleep and what is ahead? Okay, Mr. Producer says it's, uh, it's it'll take a while to explain. And the and the the tagline is uh, "Hello, sleepyheads." I'm the essence of the color green, which includes all hues and shades of green. Did did you know that? A shade of a color is its darker version. You just add black. And a hue of a color is its lighter version. You just add white. But it's all green. And being the, a, a, the essence of a color is, well, a wonderful experience. But I, I don't have anything to compare it to until today. Mr. Producer sprinkled me with some of his magical sleep dust and sprinkled some on you too so we can communicate with one another. I have a newfound and profound interest in synesthesia where human beings can hear color, see sounds, feel tastes, taste feels, get get the feels, and then do something else with feet. I don't know. But the possibilities are, in, well, they're not endless because you can only do so many things with so, so many things. 
First things first, I'm going to read this poem. It's entitled, You Won't Miss a Thing. And this is written by Mr. Producer. Shameless plug for him. And it goes like this. Who says there are too many incarnations of green or orange? Knowing orange is a hue of red, perhaps a shade of yellow, a touch of black, a pinch less sunlight. You pretend it's its own thing, or rather, allow it to be. This is a human wide eye agreement. Because orange is oh so very fragile. Orange is also fun. Orange is also rust. Orange is the crunch of acorns when acorns are someplace they ought not be. Orange is a bit spooky. When we squint that human wide eye just right, everything is spooky. Anything is spooky when a thing makes friends with black. Bedfellows, honestly. We say makes friends. We are a polite society. What is it that emerges from nothing but nothing itself? We'd rather not say. Have you noticed the weather lately? Green is not a hue nor shade of some other brilliant color. No, green is the thing that softens stones. The velvety blanket, the velvety blanket, which one... Okay, I'm going to start this line over. The velvety blanket with which we burrito babies... Green is what covered Stephen King in that one creepy show. What is it called? I forget. And green are things that tell us to go. Put down your device, ma'am. We are certain you won't miss a thing, it says. Green is what creatures call home. We paint our doors red. We are a polite society. We wonder, what does it feel like to be mashed up and eaten? No, not white, something more infantile, like we could sing to it and still find it revolting. To be pureed, to be fed to a gummy and slobbering mouth with just one pearl of a tooth lodged in there. Green knows. Green has seen some stuff. Green has downloaded a meditation app. Green has friends who buy it adult coloring books. These friends place other books on top of the adult coloring books when it's time to check out. We really do love green. Friends is us. We are the friends. We buy those silly books. Green knows what we do to grass, and it still calls us on our birthdays. This is a polite society, really. Well, that's awful nice of you guys to think of green in such high esteem. Oh, this isn't the poem anymore, by the way. 
This is the essence of green talking again. My own words. It's very nice of, of you sleepyheads to think, or at least Mr. Producer, to feel that way about the color green. Now, when, Mr. Producer, when you say that green calls you on your birthdays, it's, oh, you're talking about money, like being sent through the mail. Oh, it's a metaphor, but not really. I think I like poetry. Mr. Producer says he's going to go watch Jackie Brown and Tarantino movie and work out on his total gym. And he's just going to leave me to it. The essence of the color green doing the podcast for the first time ever. And okay, so we're going to look at some synesthesia study. And I'd like to start with the image, images of, of it, of what people think it looks like, or, or you know, like a, a, a visual representation. And so what I did is I, I went to Microsoft Bing and typed in synesthesia, that's S-Y-N-E-S-T-H-E-S-I-A for the images and the very first thing that pops up is it looks like a young lady or uh, she's eating broccoli but the broccoli is I would say purple different different hues of purple and her her tongue is sticking out as she puts it in her mouth and the tongue is colored blue then me and then red. So I'm sandwiched between blue and red. I suppose that's supposed to represent synesthesia as, as tasting colors. Which that's, I'm sure that's fun. I, I think of cotton candy when I think of that. All right, this next picture is a. Uh, and what's that called? A silhouette drawing of a, a figure of, of a head from the side, a silhouette from the side, of course. And it's got the outline of the face and the, with the nose and the, the eyeball and where the lips are and the jaw. And inside of the cranium area is a drawing of the brain. And it has parts highlighted for smell, taste, vision, hearing, touch. Touch, hearing, and taste are all located in the same smell and vision or not. Now I've I've had I've heard different things about this where it's not really that there's certain parts of the brain that do specific things. It's all connected. Now here's here's something interesting. Okay, so to the right of the image, sort of in a swooping, crescent-looking border, is the number one with a, well, I think that's a brain underneath it, and then two, and it looks like, you know, in science class, you got, you got the balls with the, the uh, like, toothpicks in between them, it's supposed to represent different atoms. Or molecules, or actually molecules, 
And then three, you have, I'm going to guess, that's a synapse. Uh, you know, those connections in your brain, whatever those are called, synapses, yeah. And four, you've got an X. And five, an open eye with the, the music note sign. Then the letter, the letter, see, I'm doing it. A number three, then an eight, then another music sign. Another image here. Well, this looks like somebody spilled their paint. And if your name is Jackson Pollock, you can get a lot of money for that. Well, here's one. It looks like a drawing or a painting of a blissful woman. And she's got her eyes closed and she's painted all sorts of colors. I'm on there. The, the lighter version of me is on there in blue and red yellow and green and in one ear and out the other. oh hey what that's a callback to the joke that opened the podcast in in one ear and out the other are music notes and these lines on which the music notes exist this next picture is a okay this person has their eyeball very close to what i'm assuming is a computer screen and as we all know, that's no good for sleep. And that's why you're listening to this podcast, so that I can surf the internet for you. Her eye is real close to it. Pretty long eyelashes, though. But her eye is really close to the screen, and on the screen are colored mostly of me, and it's letters and numbers. Okay, this was a, this one's inexplicable. Oh, and then here's here's some facts on on this little infographic here. It says uh, the science behind synesthesia, the per, per, uh, perception of our different senses, is created and stored in the separate areas of the brain. Maybe. At birth, neural connections between these centers are not as separate, and many of these pathways or connections overlap. Yeah. In normal development, by four months, overlapping neural connections are pruned out. The vision center is separated from the hearing. Oh, and this okay. So okay, so there's there's the brain, and then it's got the perception. The first thing I said, and then the um, second one. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's what I described as earlier. It being the balls with the toothpicks. It's a. It's like a. Starting point, and then spreading out, thing like a V. And then here in normal development, when I was talking about that, that's where the synapse is. And then the X is, it says, some failure in this process is believed to be the cause of synesthesia. That makes sense. And then the I with the music and the number, <laughs> I did it again, the letters. Uh, it says, in synesthesia, connections remain between two or more centers, especially those located close to each other, such as taste and hearing. Well, I guess those are the only ones that are located close. I mean, smells kind of around there. 
sort of. Uh, in the bottom, it's got a couple of, what are those called? Microscopes. Microscopes. Scope of the micro. There are two of them. They're facing each other. And in between the two of them, it says neurologists and researchers have identified as many as 19 different forms of synesthesia. But many of them are quite rare. Some of the more common types are. Oh, and it's going to leave us hanging. Because I guess there's a second infographic. that I don't know where to find it. Maybe it's in this list here. Here's a guy listening to music in a striped shirt with uh, color pinwheels, little shells, color see-through shells coming off of his ear. He looks to be like maybe he is Amish and he's on the, um, oh gosh, what's that thing called? Oh, uh, Rumspringa. I had to look that up. That was on a, an episode of New Girl, Rumspringa. Anyway, this guy looks like he's on, on Rumspringa because he's got a beard but no mustache. Just how Mr. Producer used to wear his. Uh, here's, okay, here's the next picture. It's a close-up of, of a lady or maybe an androgynous guy. Uh, just the eyes, the very blue. Look like outer space almost, and there's some bright lights in front. And here's another infographic on top of it, and again with the colored uh, musical notes and letters and numbers. This one's got the top half of a person's face on it's a drawing. It says understanding the phenomena of synesthesia. Synesthesia is not widely known. It's a rare phenomenon that occurs in only about 1% of the population. It is not a disorder or a disability. Rather, it is sometimes called an extra ability. A person with synesthesia basically has two different perceptions of the same stimulus. In other words, they may hear color, see sounds, or taste physical touch. Mm, I don't know if I want to taste physical touch. Some people don't wash their hands. Uh, what is synesthesia? Scientists and neurologists are only beginning to understand synesthesia, but we already know some fascinating facts about it. Uh, this little double helix, and it says, It is genetic, not learned or, uh, or a, a, a conscious perception. There's a paintbrush that says, Many synesthesias get into the arts. Vladimir Nabokov, George O'Keefe, Franz Liszt, and Duke Ellington are all said to have had some form of synesthesia. Did we test for it back in the, the, the time when those people, the times when those people were around? It's projection, I think, maybe. And here are uh, two different size rectangles, and it says the estimated occurrence of synesthesia ranges from Rarer than 1 in 20,000 to as dominant as 1 in 200 people. That's quite a jump. It's a order of you know, 2. That's, hmm. uh, okay, here's the number 19. It says there's many as 19 types of synesthesia. 
which is different from the infographic we just read, which goes to show you, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Here at synesthesias.org slash test dash yourself is a, well, it's a test to see if you have synesthesia. Being the essence of the color green, I don't have senses in the traditional sense or the way that you as a human being would experience it. So I'm going to answer these questions from Mr. Producer's point of view. We are on a chat right now. So I will be messaging him the questions and he'll be giving me his answers. There's an advertisement here. It says, get paid to write. Get paid to write and build the freedom-filled life you've always wanted. Mr. Producer's laptop must really know what he's all about. Okay, this says test yourself. Test yourself for synesthesia with this quick 10-question quiz. We're not neuroscientists here, so it's nothing official. But if you want... No, sorry, but if you answer honestly, you'll have a little, little better idea as to whether or not your experiences are synesthetic in nature. No matter your result, though, it is possible that you are indeed a synesthete. Please consult a professional for legitimate advice. Note that the questions under each statement are rhetorical. They're designed to get you thinking. Have at it. Alright. Number one, at least two of my five sentences... <laughs> all, all of my sentences seem to be intertwined today. At least two of my five senses seem to be intertwined. Uh, do certain letters have inherent colors? Do you visualize sound? Maybe. Maybe not. Be honest. And I'm wondering why you wouldn't be honest. But that's, that's okay. So... Mr. Producer says uh, when he listens to music, he often thinks of motion, and that often includes things moving, but then again, people dance, right? So we're going to say agree on that one, although it's probably more of a not sure, which is the second option. So it's agree, not sure, and disagree. And number two, my perceptions are triggered involuntarily and automatically. Do you need to feel, or do you need to focus hard to activate your perceptions, or do they just happen? Now, Mr. Producer, he says that he agrees with that. It's uh, automatic. He doesn't have to conjure a perception. Uh, number three, I play or have played a musical instrument, piano, violin, guitar, tuba, any instrument counts, of course. Uh, agree, yes. Yeah. 
Matter of fact, he wrote the theme music for this podcast. Good job, buddy. My perceptions are consistent and generic. Are your unusual perceptions relatively consistent or more random and chaotic in nature? I don't understand that question. Mr. Producer, oh, he doesn't understand it either. He says, if your perceptions are consistent and generic, no. I mean, yeah, so we're going to disagree on that. Um, How many colors are in a rainbow? Have you paid attention? Hope you paid attention in science class. No cheating. That's just a a fact, though. Um, Mr. Breacher says, give him a minute to think about that. He says five, red, yellow, blue, green, and violet. You know, for an artist, you don't seem very sure of your... Okay, all right, all right, I'm choosing five. My perceptions usually take a defined spatial location. Can you pinpoint your perceptions in physical space, or do they happen in your mind's eye? Both. So we're going to choose B, not sure. I can typically remember my unusual perceptions. Can you remember most of your unusual perceptions? Were they generally difficult to recall? Okay, yes, he says. I'm a relatively artistic individual. Painting, videography, graphic design, photography. If you're an artist, well, express yourself. Yes. Yes. I'm going to answer that for him. He makes a podcast, among other things, at ESPart.net. You can see all that. Number nine, my perceptions are dynamic and elaborative. Do colors dance around the room in harmony or manifest in generic shapes? I mean, no. But yes, he says... Uh, not sure. Okay. Uh, number 10. What is your sex? Oh, hey. All right. Ooh, last question. Answer honestly. Again, with the honesty here. Why would you do this if you don't intend to answer? Okay. He's a male. We're going to submit the quiz. Okay. It says, your test results. Thanks for letting, or saying, thanks for ta- taking the test. Your result, results are. Would you look at that? You're a synesthete. state. You're among the likes of Duke Ellington, Billy Joel, Marilyn Monroe, Frank Lloyd Wright, Daniel Tennant. Chances are you're especially creative, artistically inclined, and a tad bit quirky. There are thousands of others like you. Okay. And then it asked to subscribe. So, we found in the Internet Archives a video, and it's a documentary. It's called Ears to See, Eyes to Hear, or maybe it's Eyes to Hear, Ears to See, about an animator. And because of the title, I've 
thought it would be a good fit for the podcast. There's some sleepy droning sounds over it. Some nice effects to make it sound washed out. And even though as the essence of the color green, I don't have to sleep. I am the color that makes things soft. And I hope that you're comfortable so that you can get a good night's sleep. Good night. Very touching, Mr. McLaren, of the film Boards Out Official. And indeed, the board's brief does it all just to show Canada to the Canadians that film needed to be simply informative, reflecting the variety of the country, its natural wonders, industrial marvels, from the sophisticated to the most primitive, from cowboys to Eskimos.
on tear film and in front of my grids I could register the image from frame to frame but I thought of making a film on black film so there's no means of registration of the image from frame to frame now I, I tried an image here and left about 10 black frames and another image there and black frame and projected it and uh, I got very excited by the, the result because uh, there was a sort of continuity. The image that I drew here, here, and here were related. They were changing in form, like so that. But uh, the relationship showed up even with the ten blank frames. Sometimes we, I got very excited about trying uh, two frames, and three frames, and four frames.